All right, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to our talk show, I Can Talk. If this is your first time to the show, let me introduce it to you. I Can Talk is a podcast program about informing, engaging, and inspiring our Vietnamese American and AAPI communities through humanitarian programs and services here at the International Children Assistance Network. I Can Talk is available on every podcast platform such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, LipSync, and our website www.icantu.org/icantalk. Please drop us a follow and turn on the notifications so you don't miss out on our newest episode and content. I'm excited to announce that joining me today is ICANN's finance director, Ms. Daifam, and two excellent students from our newest summer program, Youth Financial Literacy, Priyashi and Andrew. I'm so excited to dive into this week's episode, but first, let's cue the music. Welcome back. Yeah, so like like I said for us, I'm really excited joining me today is Mr. Pham, Priyashi, and Andrew. So we can talk about the newest program here at ICANN, the Youth Financial Literacy. All right. Um, but first, let's, let's just let, let them introduce themselves. So uh, Mr. Pham, go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, hello, Quang. Um, this is that Pham, and I'm very happy to be on this program. Uh, I look forward to uh, you know hearing what's going on with the program. Thank you. So yeah, hi guys. My name is Tracy, and I'm here to talk about the program as well. And I look forward to sharing my experiences and just um, give you guys an idea of what ICANN's Youth Financial Literacy Program is about. Andrew, go ahead. Yeah. Hello, I'm Andrew. I'm feeling pretty good today. Weather is pretty nice and such. As to what I've been up to and all that, it's actually a high school break for us right now, and I've just been relaxing. And I'm on this po podcast and quite excited. Wow, very nice, very nice. Yeah, it's, it's really nice to see you all. Okay, so today we are here to talk about ICANN's Youth Financial Literacy Program, right? So I'm I'm just ex um a little bit curious. Let's, let's, what is the Youth Financial Literacy Program and how did it come to place? Um, let's let's hear from our ICANN's um, finance director, Mr. Pham. Yeah. Uh, yes, actually, um, you know, I I grew up and kind of uh, been around and finding out that most as we were growing up in this country, one thing we are never taught is the financial habits, the right one or how to be financially literate. We know we, we, we are taught how to spend money and borrow money more than how to save and invest. And as I went through the last 20, 30 years helping adults uh, with their financial uh, uh, planning and all that, I found out I, I, I'm thinking that why not start young? Because this is this is a time that we should start learning when we're young about all the financial uh, habits. So that's why I had the idea of starting this kind of a program. Um, that's how it started. Right, yeah. So like for me, right, I, I'm the program coordinator here with Mr. Pham for the program. So for me, the story is, is a little bit different. So um, 
soon after joining college, like I, I noticed that there was a lack of financial education on campus, like young people in general. Like while the college, they had some resources available, but navigating the website itself, right, it's proved to be a hassle. And many of my peers, they struggle with fundamental financial skills, such as like, like you said, budgeting or like good spending habits. Um, considering this issue, like, you know, I was really touched when I was offered the opportunity with Mr. Pham for this program. So that, that is how it came to be. Right. Yeah. Um, Priyashi, uh, you know, how, how did you hear about our program and like, you know, how, 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 how did you come to participate in the program? Okay. So I heard about this program when I was on campus and there was like a booth that was, um, taking up, uh, taking in signups. Uh, for members interest looking to um, sign up for like a youth literacy program over the summer and I basically just uh, scanned the QR code and uh, filled out a um, Google form that, was, that asked me like a couple of questions about why I was interested, what I um, want to learn from this program and um, it was a pretty quick uh, application process and um, I was able to receive um, news of like when I got accepted, um, like about one or two months after, and yeah, and that's how I got to participate in this program. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Well, but I think another question was that: uh, Did you also notice that there was a lot of students, like you know, your age, your peers, that were struggling with like financial literacy skill? Is that why? Is is like? Is that why it's, it's so common of an issue now that this program is here to, you know, help solve it a little bit? Yeah. Have you noticed that on campus? I definitely um, have noticed that there's a lack of financial literacy, like, um, and overall knowledge surrounding, like, um, how to best save up, manage your personal expenses, budgeting. Um, it's, it's not really talked about, unfortunately. Um, so... It's just an observation that I had, like personally. It's, it's like it's. I feel like it's not even an issue that people are aware of. So, um, yeah, when it comes to like college students, I feel like it's really important to learn how to manage finances because you want to be um, really on top of saving and budgeting and keeping track of your expenses and learning how to um, best optimize uh, any uh, salary that you have right now and. I feel like through this this program, I was able to learn all of that and more. Yeah, I totally agree. What about you, Andrew? Yeah, how did you hear about our program and like you know why did you feel that? Why why did you feel you know why did you want to join the program? So I was just eating lunch with my parents one day. We were in our kitchen and our TVs in the wall across from us and so we, we were just eating and the advertisements came on and we actually saw the flyer for this program is in Vietnamese and, because it was a Vietnamese channel and we saw my dad was looking at the TV I wasn't I was just eating food and he goes Andrew look at this take a picture of it hurry before it goes away it's so we rushed yeah and he knew that I wanted to be in some sort of learning environment for finance because I was reading up on finance books beforehand and I still am uh, obviously a lot less now because I have school unfortunately 
And so I I did I did the research and I googled it and I came across the Google form applied. I actually regret uh, I'm not sure regrettably, but I know I forgot about it. <laughs> uh, I forgot that I applied, and one day I just got an email out of nowhere. Oh, Andrew, you've been accepted. Like, oh, and I, I forgot I applied to this, and I was I was quite excited. And then yeah, went I went there. It was quite fun. No, totally. It's, it's an honor to have you guys join our class. Mr. Pham, uh, do you have any reflection on like you know the early process of the program, how it came about to be, like all the way from the planning uh, up to the like application and like interviews? Actually, yeah, we we uh, didn't, we didn't, we just we started out with the program for we were not quite sure who our audience was gonna be. But after talking to Quang and some of the uh, other parents and uh, in, uh, members in our organization, we sort of experimented and offered to the high school level and above. Um, so it took uh, quite a journey. And uh, after a, f a few months of planning, we sort of we knew what the program was going to be. We know what we were going to teach, and we're going to. It's just that we didn't know what the audience and how it's going to how it was going to be received. Um, but we are very happy that it turned out quite well, and uh, we will continue to work and improve the program uh, for in the future to make it better and more useful for our next generation. That's amazing, right? Like, it took me a while to, you know, to like, uh, like reflect on like the process of what we went through, right? So the youth financial literacy actually began its development, I think, mid-April. So despite the short time to plan and outreach to students, I think the program had a great success overall. Um, the recruitment process, uh, like Priyashi said, right? I think it's actually started in mid-April. So applicants were, you know, emailed from uh, ICANN's past event like financial aid workshop, the ICANN Inspire Scholarship, and we also had many like in-person event tabling. Um, the program flyer was uploaded to uh, Canvas and our uh, the organization Instagram account, so you might have seen us there. Uh, the program, you know, we went with tabling in many different schools, so different high school and colleges in Santa Clara, such as Milpitas High School. We went to Irvington High School, San Jose State University, and lastly, Ohlone College. Um, so we also, like Andrew said, we also had um, television athlete. Yeah. So in total, there was uh, 25 applicants, of which um, 15 were accepted to the program. So, so that, that is something that it's, you know, it's very, very, very proud of the program. So um, I just wanted to ask, you know, Andrew and Priyashi, like, you know, let's just give us like a little like deeper insight onto what the program was like. So what were your expectations before joining the class? Yeah. So let's start with um, Priyashi. Let's start with Priyashi. Yeah. Okay. So before, uh, my expectations um, when I applied for the program, um, I wanted to learn a lot more about the different kinds of um, ways I could save and how I can plan for like bigger expenses like um, mortgage and insurance and like home costs, car costs, the, um, the cost of raising children and just being able to plan for that kind of thing, like those kinds of things because 
it's not something that's just widely talked about. Um, and it's not, it's something that like you can ask your parents, but there's just like a different kind of knowledge that comes um, from personally having to like take ownership of these expenses um, that are going to come later on in your life. So through this program, I was hoping to just like even get an idea of what um, like financially planning for the future financially would look like. And I feel like I was able to um, get like more than like a basic understanding. I was able to like uh, learn about the different ways um, economically I could uh, like how the economy could affect my uh, way of saving and spending money. And um, I was able to learn how to like even optimize uh, my current expenses like or my, my current savings and like maximize that by investing in the stock market or investing in real estate. And it was just like an overall empower, financially empowering um, program because uh, it's not something I've learned before. And it's, it's also like something that even if I did ask people like who've been like have have had to make these financial decisions, it's not something that can be easily taught. So I feel like this program was um, very successful in like teaching, not only teaching it, but having us like apply it and like giving us a chance to also um, contribute or giving us a chance to like um, also participate in our uh, like future planning. Yeah, at this. yeah, wow, that's at this. awesome. Right, because like the the goal of the program when it first started was to you know teach youth about actual financial matters like real world skills just like budgeting or and saving, and also to give students the real life experience. So that's awesome. What about you, Andrew? What were your expectations before joining our program? My expectations before joining the program were that it would obviously talk about finance, but. I assumed it would be a little more diverse, so I thought, <clears throat> excuse me, I figured it would be something along the lines of one day we'll learn about stocks, and then the next day we'll learn about real estate, and the next we'd learn about maybe newer stuff, a kit like crypto or whatever. Uh, but in reality, it turned out there was eight pro eight sessions. Four of them were in person, and four of them were on Zoom, which is the Zoom sessions were actually quite convenient, uh, as I understand it, for many of our other students, because they would have to bus from different cities, take two or three buses, who, how, uh, however. And it was mostly towards the end stock-oriented, which I don't mind that. It was quite interesting. It, it's good to also concentrate on a specific area, and then you can learn how to diversify. But overall, it was quite a, it wasn't super rigorous, but also informative at the same time. And I feel that is still good and strong. Right. Yeah. What, what about you, Mr. Pham? How, how did you, you know, ex what did you expect before, you know, teaching this program? Anything you want to add on to that? Yeah. Um, well, actually, I was pleasantly surprised of the, the I guess, the, the knowledge and the interest as well as the caliber of our students, like Andrew and Priyashi. 
um, in terms of uh, how much there's interest in this kind of topics. Uh, so I would look forward to the next few sessions, maybe, you know, continue to help us design the program. And certainly I, I can identify with Priyasi and uh, Andrew in the sense that I think the amount of time we had was not enough. Uh, I don't know how they feel about that. But certainly we did not have enough time to really to go into more detail. So that's something that we will look toward in the future uh, in terms of the things that certainly would interest them uh, or the generation for that matter. Uh, so I, I look forward to Andrew and Priyasi to help us in the future to make the program uh, much more, uh, I guess, relevant to their generation in terms of how we can help them become financially successful. Yeah. But I was very pleasant with, I was surprised and pleasantly surprised with the, the, uh, the students that we, uh, that attended our class. It was amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so good to hear because like, this is our, our first cohort, our pilot program. So I really ex uh, appreciate, you know, the enthusiasm, like, you know, the feedback from our students. Um, so just go a little bit deeper into what the program was like. So, you know, like a summary of like program activity for at least listener at home who might not have like a, a concrete idea yet. So like, like Andrew said, the program, uh, it encompasses a variety of topics and activity through a eight weeks time period throughout the summer. So it ranged from uh, positive financial habits and mindsets, investment principle. We had uh, the Zoom mentorship meetings. And lastly, we had the investment practice. So the investment principle, it ranged from basics investing strategy, like, you know, introduction to stock market, group discussion. The program also presented virtual meetings. Students were able to meet with um, their peers and also with Mr. Fem, you know, their mentor in a group setting. You know, at, uh, through our final survey, we learned that participants enjoy learning about different types of investment principle. And like Priyashi said, like learning about healthy financial habits to apply for themselves. And one of the things that made this program really special was um, the student, each student was awarded uh, a seed money to practice investing after completing the eight-week summer academy. So the pilot program is still going on with the uh, monthly meeting. And uh, yeah, so oh, both Priyashi and Andrew is still continuing with us for the rest of the year. Yeah, awesome. So uh, I was just wondering also, what did you guys learn after joining the program? Like, what were your favorite topic from the program? Uh, I'll start with um, Priyashi. Yeah, so um, what my, one of my favorite topics was learning about the different uh, ways you can put your investments into. Like, um, the three types that we learned about were tax deferred, tax advantage, and um, there was also uh, uh, where you can like put the investment like into your Roth IRA, 401k, and those are um, options that I wasn't aware of initially. And um, after like after that workshop that uh, that discussed all these um, different investing and money um, money banking options, uh, I was able to like go home and like um, directly start applying um, just like yeah, just applying um, this knowledge of how I could use what I currently was earning because I'm working part-time and um, I was able to start thinking about where I can start putting my money and like um, 
just uh, start properly saving because even though like um, I do have like a savings account in my bank right now, it's just that money is just sitting there. And in that workshop, we also learned about how money just uh, loses its value over time due to inflation. And um, I, I honestly just want to like um, earn money like on top of the money I already had saved. And those options, uh, plus like com coupled with investing, could really help me increase, uh, like or just make the most of the money I already have right now. And that's really important to me as like a college student because um, having to pay for all these expenses um, is it could be a hassle, especially when you're um, also like trying to pass all your classes and be being a student. So I guess that I would say that was my most favorite topic from that I took away from the program because it was something I was able to directly apply. Yeah, that, that's great to hear, Piyashi. Yeah. Anything you wish to share, Andrew? Yeah. So perhaps what I liked the best when what what I liked learning the best from this program was investment principle one that comes to mind right now is dollar cost averaging and i at first i thought it wasn't quite effective and quite and i, I was proven wrong because quite recently we met up at this last saturday and i was proven wrong because mr fam showed the chart of lump sum and then dollar cost averaging it turns out that dollar cost averaging was actually losing significantly less money but that's also because less money was put in but of course that's the point so it was nice to see that it could actually work because initially i thought it was a very low risk game and it that's perhaps the point of it but it can also be efficient and that's what i like about it yeah that's awesome it's great that you were able to you know take that concept away and apply it to you know the real life application is fam anything you, you wish to add on to oh uh, i'm very happy that uh, to hear what piyasi and uh, andrew share i think it's amazing that's all i want is that even if you can take away one thing that will be beneficial to you in your life and career and family that you can build on because you are not going to be able to understand all this overnight and not certainly in one session but if you continue to see how these things apply in real life you will do very very well i'm so happy so i think that uh, congratulations priyasi and andrew uh, I look forward to, you know, hearing more of how your experience is going to be in the future, because that's, you have the whole world ahead of you, okay? Right, yeah. So it's amazing, right? It's just not just Piyashi and Andrew here sitting with us, but, you know, after the program ended, we, we had a, a little final survey. Uh, you know, like participants were given a Google form to fill out their evaluation of the program. And like Piyashi and Andrew, most of us have learned, you know, many different uh, concepts after the program. Uh, some of the more popular topics turn out to be, you know, successful mindset and uh, habits towards financial stability, learn basic investment techniques, 
uh, basic financial concepts such as bonds, stocks, and also learn new skill regarding like income diversification and networking. Uh, beside that more, a lot of participants, they had a positive reaction to the mentoring aspect of the program. You know, also the social connectedness where they get to connect with other peers of the same age, wanting to learn about the same thing. So that, that is really awesome. Yeah. All right. So I just want, you know, we, we are almost done with our first virtual, uh, I mean, our first uh, pilot program, well, first year. I just want to say, where do uh, I can see the Youth Financial Literacy Program and what are their goals and where do they want to be, Mr. Tan? Should the program be continued or in your point? To me? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Think, think? Oh, that. Oh, definitely. I. I. Well, I think from my perspective, of course, it has to. It. It must be continued, and actually, it should be started even, in my opinion, younger. Uh, you know, the sooner the better. I think one of the things that we need to teach our children is not to just spend money, because you need to learn how to save and invest so that your your future you don't have to depend on other people and as far as i i can see this is only the beginning and i hope to expand that to even more uh age group in terms of the financial education uh and also find better ways or more ways in order to to teach how to apply the concepts uh, into real life, because in the end, that's what matters. Uh, uh, no matter what you like or what you love, uh, there's always a financial implication at the end. So that's definitely no question about the future. It would continue not only here in the U.S., but I hope to take this all over the world. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. What do you guys think about this, um, Andrew? As to whether or not the program should continue? Yeah, and uh, you know, like the, the future direction of the program, you know, any feedback you have for it uh, going forward in the future? Yeah. I most certainly agree on the notion that this program should be continued because I feel as though there is a strong sense of fiscal irresponsibility among people my age. I know, I know many people in my school that just blow money like it's nothing and when come times they need to spend money on actual important things such as rent or pay college tuition or whatever they're going to come short and they're going to go looking for a bank that's going to give them money and then they're just going to be stuck in crippling debt for the rest of their life i'm not saying that's the future of everyone I know because people are responsible and I also like to keep a little faith in humanity and yeah but this program definitely should be continued because of that because we need to know how money works we have to understand that we may not like it we may wish that there was an alternative but at the end of the day it's all we have and it's not really going to change because it's been here for countless years at this point and so you might as well understand the game and be good at it because if you're not good at the game 
then you're most certainly not going to have a comfortable life and it's going to be very hard to build the dream life that you want whatever that may be yeah awesome Kuyashi anything you want to add um yeah I mean I definitely think that um, this program should be continued because um financial education is so important especially at this age or as early as possible because you need to start developing these habits pretty early on um or and the earlier the better because it's gonna it's not it's these are habits that you're gonna be using for the rest of your life and it's gonna impact your day-to-day decisions and um money is a way of living so um figuring out how to manage that will help you pretty much be able to manage your life and live the way you want to so it's a pretty it's a pretty important program yeah i I definitely agree and you know one of the good news that we have had so far is uh um i think we were able to get in contract a contact with um, repeaters high school and they have shown interested i mean interest in our program uh, so that is you know more to come later and it's happening soon so um once there will be an update i'll just update everyone on our uh, instagram page and our website at ican2.org right so yeah i think that's that's the wrap for today's episode uh so today we talk about you know the introduction to the youth financial literacy program the program rundown uh, your financial literacy goals and where they want to be. Um, and you guys have any final thoughts or comments about this pro episode? Here, go ahead. Yeah. Mr. Diamond, you have anything to say? Uh, any like closing thoughts? Um, yes, I appreciate the opportunity to share this uh, program with the uh, audience. And I, I thank you, uh, Priyasi, Andrew, and Quang. Uh, for participating and make this program a success that it was. And and I hope that in the future, we will continue to uh, succeed and uh, so that we can help help make a difference in the future generation financial literacy life. Uh, And I thank you all and I look forward to, you know, a much more productive, uh, successful, financial literacy classes in the future. And I thank you very much for the opportunity. All right, yeah. So any, also any of the listener at home who wish to support ICANN, um, any contribution towards supporting our programs, such as the Youth Financial Literacy Program and the families we help is greatly appreciated and cherished. So you can go ahead and click on the link, um, www.icann2.org slash donate today. Uh, for everyone who has supported ICANN so far, we thank you for your support in um, supporting ICANN's endeavor towards helping the AAPI community. Um, that's it for now, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. All right. Bye. Bye.